Welcome to the Claudio Rosano Show on ClaudioRosano.com, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Claudio will be speaking to sports legends from the 70s, 80s, and 90s about their careers, business, and what they're doing now. He will also hold roundtable discussions with some old friends about trending topics in the world of sports. And now, here's Claudio. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Claudio Relsano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. We are taping from the My Policy Quote Studios here in Swickley, Pennsylvania. As always, I want to thank Rick Mitchell for the intros and the outros, and my fantastic producer, Mr. Adam Zalouf, who I could not do the show without him, that's for sure. I've been telling you all for quite a while about a project that uh, I will be doing a, a, a podcast and some other things. And that's still, uh, we're still waiting on that. There's been some hiccups here and there. But there's another uh, project that's come my way that I told you about a few weeks ago. And my partner in both of those is our guest today. And that's Mr. Steve Mancini. And we, we will be talking about a new show that we're going to be doing together, uh, as well as discussing, uh, we're, we're going to paint a picture of Steve, who Steve is. But uh, Steve, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Claudia. I appreciate you having me. All right. Well, let's, first of all, let's start off with uh, tell people who, you know where you, you came from and a little bit about your background. Sure. Well, uh, I'm uh, basically a local Pittsburgh guy. I grew up in Pittsburgh, uh, Bloomfield. Pittsburgh's little Italy. Um, went off for about 20 years in the military. And uh, like all good Pittsburghers, I found myself back here in Pittsburgh where I live uh, currently. And uh, like you, we're uh, playing with a bunch of different projects, and uh, right now life is just uh, is just great being back here. Good. Well, we're glad to have you back, that's for sure. I didn't know you were gone that long, 20 years. Yeah, it was a long time. In fact, uh, fun thing I try and tell folks, I said, you know, for the first six years of that 20, I was overseas, and I was only in the States for about three weeks or four weeks in a six-year period. So if you talk about somebody that said, what's America? <laughs> I was that guy. <laughs> No. Now tell us about uh, growing up. I know you and I talk about, uh, uh, and again, we're going to talk about the show that we're going to be doing together, which deals with uh, Italian culture and, and things of that nature. But uh, tell us about your uh, bringing your, your, you know, you coming up as a young man and, and uh, the Italian culture that uh, you were kind of raised with. No, that's a, that's a great question. And the, the funny thing is I was in that generation and, and the kind of, you can kind of relate to this where there was a point where, where culture was essentially cut off. So when I grew up in Bloomfield, you know, there were a lot of Italians, you know, the na- I had neighbors that were like literally right off the boat. They're speaking Italian. Um, one, I think was from Sicily. The other one, I think he was uh, from Abruzzo. And so, you know, you hear them speaking Italian. And of course, John's speaking Sicilian and you're walking down the street, you hear these things. And, but, but for some weird reason, it's not driven into you. It's just part of you that you don't realize is your culture until years later. So when I grow up, it wasn't like someone said, all right, listen, you need to go learn Italian. You need to go, you know, you need to go eat seven fishes. You know, you need to do all these, you know, stereotypical Italian things. I think later on, I kind of discovered that because in my house, you know, things that I would never thought were Italian. Like I remember my grandmother, you know, making, making, uh, you know, fresh pasta or, or making her own dough for pizza, like little things that, you know, the average person wouldn't do, but Hey, cooking, like we, we can, you can call it a stereotypical Italian, but, but cooking is a part of, you know, the culture. So I grew up like that and didn't see it in a funny way until it was Italian, until years later when I said, wait a minute, 
that was Italian culture, all those things, you know, the wine and the, you know, the homemade wine from the neighbors and the, and the yakking back and forth and all that stuff. And you, and then you're really like, man, I missed it. I appreciate it now, but you know, but now you're growing up. And so now you're like, listen, I'm going to grab those roots and hold on to them. And I'm not going to make the mistake, you know, of not letting other folks know like, like this, no, this is tradition. This is culture. And uh, you know, it's just kind of been a passion of mine, especially in the last, you know, five years or 10 years or so. I mean, really a passion to dive in to both the language and the culture and even going as far as, you know, the genealogy to find relatives over in Italy, which I actually did. And we're going to talk about that experience, um, hopefully on the radio show. Now, have you shared these, the, the culture uh, and the things that you've started to come up with again with your family and, and kind of made that a tradition for them? Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and in fact, um, I'll give you kind of a one funny thing is every Christmas Eve, you know, the cousin, the aunt, they all used to come over my Graham's house. We would celebrate Christmas Eve there. When I moved back to Pittsburgh, I picked that up. And so as I started to really jump in both feet, I started to kind of revive small things and then tell my kids, I say, listen, let me tell you a little something. You know, here was, you know, whether it's, you know, what we're eating, you try this, what you're drinking, or we used to do this. And why, you know, they say, why is it so noisy? And I say, ah, oh, that's music to my ears, you know? <laughs> so all, all of those little things that I'm telling my kids, I'm like, you don't understand. This is how I grew up and I didn't realize it, but this is culture. And the, the funny thing is, you know, I talk about that kind of where, where, where Italians and, and a lot of cultures that immigrate to the United States, they kind of get cut off at some point where they don't necessarily learn their native language. I went back and learned it. And now I try and teach my kids those little things, you know, because I'm like, I want you to, I want you to know these things. You know, next time we go back to Italy, I want them to be able to sp- say things in Italian. And the nice thing is they do know some of it now. And um, like I said, last summer, we, we took um, the family to Italy. We went on vacation and, you know, my daughter, when she's sitting and tell me like, Oh, I, I know what you said. I think I picked that up. And I'm like, great. That's awesome. So, so they're understanding it because I'm explaining it to them. Like this is, the culture. This is this is the roots that go back. Yeah, we're Americans, and I'm proud to be American. Sure. But culturally, this is where we come from, or at least part of our tree. And, and we're going to come back to all of that uh, again. We'll be talking about that and talking about the show we're going to be doing, which will help with those culture. Uh, going back to to learn about our culture and, and and interviewing people. We'll talk about that in a minute. But tell us a little bit about the work that you're doing today. And the past sure. jobs, like you said, you, you said you were gone for 20 years in the service, but tell us about some of the things uh, that you've done work-wise. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, way back in the 80s, when computers were just starting out, I started out in the computer field and started actually programming as a kid in the 80s. And I've sort of taken that passion. And like I said, when I went off to the military, ultimately I became a, um, I became a commissioned officer in the Air Force. But when I retired, that's really when I would say – I jumped in with all three feet. Yes, three feet, because not only was I doing my day job, I also have been teaching at various universities for years. So I work um, in the cyber security field. I do a lot of um, web application security stuff. And then uh, at night, I teach at uh, one of the local universities, along with, again, studying Italian uh, once a week. And then last year, I was co-hosting a different radio show for about uh, three months. So life has been uh, just a, a series of, uh, and I'm sure you can appreciate this because I know you well, it's just a series of projects. 
Right. You know, my day job, my night job, my part-time night job, my hobbies, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and now we're going to throw, hey, what the heck, let's throw in a radio show on top right. of this. But I tell you what, you know, the good Lord gives us this energy and, you know, we have passions and I think we would be fools to not do these things, to be honest with you. Now, you said you jumped in uh, into the computer world. Now, this this will make uh, our producer, Adam Zalouf, laugh. But when I graduated high school in 82, Quaker Valley, computers were the hot thing, right? So, and I'm not blaming any guidance counselors. I'm not blaming anybody. But I had had opportunities to go different colleges and and different uh, states, but I I chose to stay here because my my dad was sick and and all that kind of stuff. And anyway, so I went to community college, Beaver County. I was going to play baseball there and I majored in computer science. And as Adam will tell you, I, I guess at the outset of the show, I could not do the show without Adam. That is an absolute fact. I, I'm useless when it comes to this. So my first day of class, I go in there and we start learning about COBOL and this and, and everybody was way ahead of me. And I'm saying, what the hell did I get myself into? I was so intimidated by all this language and all this programming and all this stuff. And they, you know, looking at the textbooks and my, I said, oh my God, did I make a mistake? And, and it carried over to my baseball, carried over to everything. And until finally I, I just... I left and then I went to another school and obviously didn't major in that. But, um, yeah. So when you said that, that, that just reminded me of that disastrous first day of, of college. And anybody who knows me knows that there's no way in hell that I could have done anything in, in that world. That, that's for sure. But, um, how, how did you get into, tell, tell us a little bit about your, your media work and how your interest grew in that. Well, actually, that's kind of an interesting question because years ago, I, when I was actually standing up and working with some of the local universities to stand up some certificate programs, they said, you know what, how about, you know, you do some podcasts for us. Part, they were part kind of advertising, but also part like, let me teach them something and say, and you'll learn about this. And then I I would teach them something for like 10 minutes and then say, but you can learn more at, you know, University of blah, blah, blah. So I started doing these podcasts and I said, you know what? I kind of like this. And then I started doing online training and I said, boy, I kind of like this too. And then the weirdest thing, I was actually a, um, just an extra, not what, what do they call this? Like just an extra in a, in a, 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 a series or something, you know, they were filming in Pittsburgh and they just needed people to stand around, you know, and, and scratch their butt and pick their nose. And so I did it and I was standing, I thought, wow, this is, this is cool. Like, I kind of like this, this media arts, you know, whatever you want to call it. And then um, when I was studying Italian, I just used, I found that there was a local Italian uh, broadcast here in Pittsburgh and I started listening to it. And then I, a friend of mine's dad advertised his commercial on it. I so I called my buddy and said, Oh, I heard your dad on the radio. And he says, what was the show? And I, I tell him the show and it was, it was sales show that he's been doing for like 50 years. Right. And he's like, Oh, he just retired. And, and I said, really? And it was like, Hey, maybe you might want to do the show. And the next thing I know, I'm on the radio. And it was like, what an, I, I don't know how to explain it. Quite. It was just this just weird, circuitous route that all of a sudden I'm like, I like this, <laughs> you know? So let me see, I put my culture together. I kind of like this. That's why, you know, it's not work if you enjoy doing it. Um, but yeah, those podcasts and people would say, oh, you're pretty good at that. And like, you know, I, 
I don't know if anybody's listening has ever, ever heard their own voice. And you always think, like, oh, I sound terrible. And everyone's like, no, 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 you sound good. You're like, listen, I'm listening to me right now in a recording, and I sound terrible. And people are telling you you're saying no. And, look, I don't know if I sound terrible. I think I sound terrible when I listen to myself. Other people say you don't no, sound terrible. No, not at all. Not at all. So, I don't know. The truth is somewhere in the middle. But but it just became something I was like, this is just – it's just fun. I don't know how to explain it. I just enjoy it. And, you know, and here we go getting ready to do my second, you know, radio show, and I'm excited. You know, before we go to break, there's uh, I, I won't uh, Adam knows who he is, I believe. But uh, there is a, a friend of mine who is very successful at what he does, but he also has a radio show and he would love. And I know for a fact he would absolutely love to just do that full time. But, um, you know, obviously that's not going to pay the bills and take care of his, his life. But, uh, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. It, it is a lot of fun to do. And I know you and I are going to have fun doing our show, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, but first we're going to hear from our great sponsors, Roscoe hearing and allergy care center, Dom's pizzeria and sports bar at 502 Cabot Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call Dom at 412-372-3667. Criminal defense attorney, Eric Jackson, Laurie with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh. Call Eric at 412-963. 9308 and my policy quote call Lou Raggy Ante on his cell phone at 412-609-9963 and or visit mypolicyquote.com. I deal with Lou and as I was just thinking today, I have great insurance through him. Don't forget about my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. You can get it on my website, ClaudioRelsano.com. Robinson Township, Barnes and Noble. You can get on Barnes and Noble and Amazon online. Don't forget about the best boxing show on TV, The Boxing Authorities with Luther Dupree Jr. and Smoking Jim Frazier. Check us out on Channel Box. Click on the WBC live link. Again, best show. I always open it with we're the most informative and entertaining boxing show out there, and we are. The Pennsylvania Basketball Coaches Association podcast. Check that out. That's our new podcast. Go to www pa-bca.org and we talk to many great basketball coaches in the area and front office people don't forget about my youtube channel claudio relsano tv and we are going to talk about our new show and i'll be promoting that show italian impact weekly with steve mancini and myself and we will be back uh, with that in a minute to tell you more details right back with steve mancini Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout Western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. 
We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. How much was your tax penalty for your health insurance last year? Were you told your health premium was going to be something, then you wound up paying a huge tax penalty? Are you tired of being lied to about your premium and then getting stuck in the penalty box? Lou and his team at My Policy Quote are your number one draft pick. They have access to all the top carriers, and as a brokerage, they have full market visibility with the tools and experience. Let Lou help you and your family find truly affordable quality insurance and quarterback your power play to get you out of the penalty box. Call Lou and his team at 412 609 9963. Okay, Steve. Now, I'm always interested uh, to hear people's role models in, in business and, and or in life. Now, you've, you've accomplished, accomplished a lot. You've done a lot. You've been different places. But I, I know for me, having mentors, be it people that I knew or people that I just studied, uh, obviously, besides my parents, my parents had the most impact uh, on me as I talked to you quite a bit today about that. But who are some of the role models in your life, both in business and maybe even in life? Wow, that's actually a good question. Um, All my questions say, are good, brother. They, okay. they better be, Claudia. If we're going to do this together, they better be. That's no, great. but uh, that's a great one because you know what? I always think about that. And, and the truth is, you know, it's easy to say like, oh, you know what? I, I've got a good work ethic. You know, my dad went to work every day and, and I learned how to work. You know, my my role models were, were people that you would have never heard of. You know, it's, you know, maybe it was a good friend. You know, when you, and they just were there for you for years when you needed it and they taught you things and you just pick stuff up, especially in the military, you know, you meet some great people and, you know, and I, and I do think back to some of like the, um, the guys that were in charge, you know, way back in my earlier days that would literally pull me aside and say, let me give you some advice. Cause I know it's going to shock you, but I was a little bit of a wild man in my youth. <laughs> and, um, you know, they, they would say, listen, did you need to, you know, and they would give you advice. Like, you know, and it would help you kind of like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll listen. And it would kind of guide you. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know. It's such a weird question because I don't know that I could sit there and blast like a lot of names at you because there's just been so many people over my entire life that have taught me something, you know, like I said, it's like I learned sacrifice from my grandmother, you know, um, you know, she took us in and, 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 you know, took care of us. When we were sick, you know, she cooked for us. You know, so you learn, you know, you learn the, the, the compassion and you learn how to sacrifice for people. Like I said, my dad, he, he worked, you know, you learn that work ethic, you know, you might weren't, you know, you weren't kindness from your mother, all these little, all these little things that just add up to make you who you are. But, uh, as far as like, um, from a professional, you know, perspective, I, I, I don't even know how to, I wouldn't even know how to answer that just because there's been so many people that have just done such little things that make me who I am. And, and I don't, I don't know. That's a great question though. Yeah. I mean, like I said, for me, I have so many starting with my mom and dad and I'd say pretty well, I'd probably say a hundred percent of them almost, I guess are at least 99.8 are in the athlete, you know, in the sports world, because that's the world I'm in. But um, I've always admired people, not just because of how great at what they were in their sport, but, you know, how they were as people, 
but then their business savvy and their business success. And I, I, every day, every day, I read or listen, watch something from Alex Rodriguez, Maddie Johnson, uh, George Foreman, uh, Greg Norman. Um, uh, I can go on Fran Targenton, you know, Ray Mancini, the boxer. Uh, I, I can go on and on and on. Um, you know, of the things that they've gone through that um, that that I study. Arnold Palmer, Lee Trevino. I, I can go on and on that uh, I, I have uh, I, I've read about them. Dan Marino, Mario Andretti. Um, and, and they've been, whenever I am in meetings, uh, matter of fact, I told my daughter this today, when I'm in meetings, I, I hear things that my parents taught me and something from those guys, you know, like for example, the other day I was telling somebody something, I forgot what it was even about, but uh, I remember an Alex Rodriguez line where he said, I'd rather have a small piece of a watermelon than a large piece of a lemon. And I remember just blurting that out because it fit to what I was talking about. But I'm just always interested to see, and they've been so important in my life, and that's why I wanted to ask you that. But uh, now to to the fun stuff. Now, as I mentioned, you and I are going to be doing most likely two shows, but we're, there's a hiccup in the one that I, I brought you along into, but you brought me into one that uh, we're going to kick off on February 2nd. Uh, before I give my uh, piece of the pie on that uh, and talk about that. You go ahead and start that and tell us, uh, tell our audience uh, what that's all about and, and, and how you thought about it. No, great, great, uh, great kind of segue into this. So as I, you know, learned more and more about Italian culture, and I'll give you kind of one story here and it's, it's a little bit controversial one to some people, but it, but again, we can't, can't deny history. You know, Columbus Day is one of those lightning rod topics. Some people are like, leave it alone. Some people are like, get rid of it. But a lot of people don't understand the why. The why was it was in response to a lynching of Italian-Americans, like, you know, back in the late 1800s. They were you know, accused of a crime, dragged out of a courthouse, and lynched. Okay. It's one of those things you said, okay, it happened. But I didn't know that. I know, but a lot of people don't know that. So as I was kind of learning what I'm going to call the culture, I came to the realization, it's like, I... I don't know anything about Italians, really, if you really think about it. I don't know about how it was when they came over here. And, you know, you yeah, you hear the stories, like, oh, yeah, it's bad. But not everybody that comes over here has a bad story, but a lot of them did. And so just over time, I kind of thought, you know what? There's a lot of contributions made by Italians or, you know, not necessarily by Italians even, but maybe as a result of, you know, some cultural thing that Italians did, you know, whatever it is. So the idea behind the show is to say, look, there's a lot of good people out there. Some of them have, you know, had to go through hell and back to make it where they're at. Some of them, maybe life wasn't that bad, but they're just good people, just good, positive people. So the idea of the show is, is look, let's talk to people, not just, you know, superstars and celebrities, but yeah, we'll have a few of those on there, but just different people. And they're going to be from everywhere, business, you know, entertainment, medical, sports, wherever. But they're, but they're good people. They're people that have had positive impacts on society, on their local communities, on the cities, on culture in general. And I think, to me, the Italian thing is poor. It's a pride thing. Hey, listen, it's your culture. It's your roots. But also, when you think about it, I, I just think the world needs to feel a little better. And I think having something on that says, look, here's a culture that people kind of overlook or you know, they kind of stereotype it. And you know what? There's some good stuff out of it. I'll bet you didn't know this. And so you bring someone on there and we talk to them about it. Or did you know who so-and-so was? They, you know, some of the odds they've overcome. Or like I said, maybe somebody didn't necessarily overcome that many odds. But look at some of the good things they're doing. I want people you know, to listen to this show 
and basically take away. I want them to feel good, number one. And number two, I want them to go, wow, I didn't know that in, in a good way. And uh, I, I think, uh, you know, you and I have talked a lot and looking at some of these, uh, the folks that were getting lined up for this, I, I think we've got some tremendous guests coming down. And I think people that are listening, they're going to enjoy this because uh, these are some good folks that you're going to like their stories. You're going to want to hear those stories. And just because it's called Italian Impact Weekly doesn't mean, well, it's going to be Italians only. No, not at all. It's going to be for everyone. But I think, obviously, Claudio and I, we've got the good Italian names. Yeah, it's going to be a big part of it. It's going to be a big flavor to it. But, uh, you know, we want to show those positive impacts so that our listeners can, can feel good. I mean, there's enough, there's enough negativity and, and badness out there. It's like, you know what, we're, we're going to do something. We're going to be something good and enjoyable for folks. That's, that's my vision. And, you know, you said when you were explaining that, as I said, whenever I introduce our, our boxing authority show with Luther and Jim, that's the first thing I open up with, uh, informative and uh, entertaining. And, and I, th- I do believe that's what this show is going to be. And you, and you hit it on the head. There's so many negative, negative, negative. And if you, I, I heard a great quote today. A great quote, and and I didn't mention it to you. I mentioned Sammy Hagar, uh, the the rock singer, who who is uh, Italian, by the way. He said that um, what goes in your head shows up on your face. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but not not much. He said what what, what you put in your head will show up on your face. So if it's negative in your head, negative and bad and mad and mean, it's going to appear on your face. And, and we don't want to do that. Yes, we want to inform people and with our interviews and, and our stories. And, uh, but also we, wanted to, we want to entertain. I want people to be upset that the show's over so quick. You know, and uh, and that's something, for example, back to the boxing authorities again uh, on a couple things. And I know this is the way it's going to be with, with our show as well. After every show, Luther, Jim and I say the exact same things. We say, that was a great show. Man, that went quick. And boy, did we need that. You know, because, you know, you go through things in life. You have this issue, that issue, a health issue, or somebody's bothering you, or a work issue. And, you know, you forget about it for that little period of time. And we hope our listeners forget about whatever it is that they're going through that period of time. And we can instill some positivity and or pride uh, with, with things. And uh, and I'm really looking forward to doing the show. And like you said, we have some great guests lined up uh, right now. As a matter of fact, it looks like we're going to be getting uh, Donnie Iris uh, coming on soon. And we'll finalize that. We have Bob Bazzelli, who is a, one of the nicest people I've ever met. Extremely successful. He is a, uh, he's in the finance world, but he's also Smokey Robinson's business manager. We met in August and, and hit it off right away. Um, we're going to have <clears throat> some attorneys on and like you said, some athletes, some well-known athletes. Uh, some of them I've had on this show. Uh, and, and we, you know, we talked about the culture as well, but we, we're going to have, um, some businessmen and, uh, I, I think it's going to be just a, a great show and, and I can't wait to do it. But a, again, to kind of, to repeat what you kind of talked about, what is your, you said your vision for this show, but what is your goal for the show? What you kind of already did say, but like, what's your overall goal, uh, for the show? Yeah. Um, I guess the goal, the goal, I'll know the show is successful to your point when there are people going, Hey, I listened to your show. And that was great to me. It's, it's simple. It's simple things like that, that I'm going to say, if I, if I reach that point, and again, there's a lot of subjectivity, you know, somebody might love your show, somebody might hate your show, you know, I got it. But if, but if we can reach people, the goal is 
ultimately reach people and make them feel good and, you know, give them a break from all the noise that's going on out there. And by the way, you said something before um, with respect to, you know, what goes in your head comes on your expression on your face. By coincidence, I was teaching class earlier tonight and I said to my students, nice data term for you as a former computer science guy, garbage in, garbage out. And I said, that's not just about data going onto a system. That's about you as a person. So if we're constantly jamming just junk down our throat, like what do we expect to come out of that? You know, there's a lot of good stuff out there. And I think that this show is going to be entertaining. It's going to be informative. And I think, and I do believe that, you know, people are going to walk away and go, wow, that was pretty good. I liked that. And I, and I'm convinced again, having seen the list of potential guests, this is going to be great. I'm, I'm really excited for this. I am too. And, and again, I've told you this person that say, again, I, you and I connected last matter of fact, I remember when, uh, you, you made a call to me. I was, I was waiting at the, uh, the hell's that Olive Garden. No, no cheesecake factory. <laughs> and, uh, we started to talk and then, and here we are. And that was last year sometime, but I, I always appreciate you, uh, you know, bringing me on with this project and I, and I'm really excited about it as well. And, and we did some promo for it today. And our, our first show is February 2nd. And um, it's gonna be an hour show. I think the first, ha- and right, there's, there's gonna, we're, we're gonna kind of feel our way out. But the first half hour is probably just gonna be us talking back and forth, which that 30 minutes will go quick. And then we're gonna do an interview with, as we said, some different people in different walks of life. Um, but uh, if you don't mind, Steve, I'll give the call letters to the show. Uh, that'll be on 6:20 a.m. Pittsburgh, 102.1 FM in Pittsburgh, 94. One FM Pittsburgh and 92.3 in Pittsburgh. And to our great listeners, I'm going to promote our single sh- our, our show every single week with those call letters. And and uh, I will also uh, let you know who our guests are. Uh, so, again, I'm very excited uh, for our show. But uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with the Eric Jackson Lurie final word. But first, we're going to hear from our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, criminal defense attorney Eric Jackson Lurie. My policy quote, call Lou Ragianti on his cell at 412-609-9963 and or visit mypolicyquote.com. Don't forget about my book, Leave from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. Get it at the Barnes Noble and Robinson Township online, Amazon, and uh, Barnes and Noble, or on my website at ClaudioRelsano.com. The Boxing Authorities, the best boxing show out there with the two best guys, Luther Dupree Jr., Smoking Jim Frazier. Love those guys. They're the best. Uh, check us out on Channel Box. Click on the WBC live link, the PABCA podcast, the Pennsylvania Basketball Coaches Association podcast. Check that out at www.pa-bca.org. My YouTube channel, Claudio Rosano TV, and of course, our brand new show, Italian Impact Weekly with Steve Mancini and myself. And I'll continue to give you the call letters for that as we go on every week. We're right back with Steve Mancini. Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. 
814-375-0454. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. How much was your tax penalty for your health insurance last year? Were you told your health premium was going to be something and you wound up paying a huge tax penalty? Are you tired of being lied to about your premium and then getting stuck in the penalty box? Lou and his team at My Policy Quote are your number one draft pick. They have access to all the top carriers, and as a brokerage, they have full market visibility with the tools and experience. Let Lou help you and your family find truly affordable quality insurance and quarterback your power play to get you out of the penalty box. Call Lou and his team at 412 609 9963. Okay, Steve, I'm going to throw a curve at you. I've never done this uh, on this show before, but we we do have something called the Eric Jackson Lurie Final Word. Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson Lurie with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-963-9308. I'm going to throw a curve at you. Ask me a question. Any question you want. That's our final word. Think about Ooh, it. Ooh, a good question <laughs> for Claudio. Man, um, well, putting your I, – I know you're very close to your parents, and, uh, you know, I, I certainly appreciate that. But let's put them aside for a second. Are they the direct connection with you? And, you know, you're, like, you're, you're very proud to be Italian. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Is that what makes it? Is it because of your connection with your parents, or is there something more to it than that? That is a good question. Uh, well, obviously, my mom came here in 63. Or, yeah, 60, October of 63. She spoke to me in Italian. I spoke to her in English. She taught me Italian. I, I taught her English. And my dad uh, was came here when he was eight. And extremely, both of them, extremely loved the United States and extremely proud to be uh, uh, Italian American and, and live here. And, and they, they've never, I remember people used to ask my mom, would you ever go back? No, 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 no. I, I love it here. And she, and she did as my dad did, but my dad always, and my parents always instilled in me uh, a lot of Italian athletes and entertainers and, and people who were successful in the business world. So I grew up with that. That that's all I heard. Um, never. And that's something too, that we're going to talk about on our show, never anti anything, zero. It was always pro, you know, which I, I admire everybody who does that. But, you know, I was instilled with the Italian culture food wise. We used to make the Italian sausage every year and, and, uh, we never made the wine, but, um, you know, that, that's all it was around here. And then we'd have all the old timers come here and, and I would just sit there and listen to the stories and all that. And, um, 
So if I'm answering your question right, yeah, they 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 instilled that in me. It was ingrained in me. It was uh, that that's that that engulfed me. It was my culture. That's all. That's what it was. And, and my mom, it was funny because she would be on the porch reading the sporting news. She knew more about sports than my dad did. And she loved uh, a friend of ours was Jim Valvano. And when Jim would call my mom, he was astounded. He was amazed that she would know where the power forward Chucky Brown was from and, and stuff like that. I mean, she was very well versed in sports, but yeah, I mean, it, it was my parents that put that in me. And then as I got older, you know, then, you know, you see guys like a, uh, you, you read about the Marcianos and, you know, uh, Boom Boom Mancini, who I became friends with, or uh, Vince Ferragamo, who I grew up watching, and he was on a show, and of course, Andretti, uh, guys like that. And then we've had many of these guys on our show, and it was kind of weird interviewing them because I'm saying, what the hell am I doing talking to Mario Andretti? You know, that, it was just weird. But yeah, it, it was from day one, it was in, in, instilled in me and installed and instilled, uh, ingrained, all that stuff. And, and I'm glad it was. And, and it's a part of who I am. And uh, I know that we, we joke about it on the Boxing Authorities show. Uh, Jim and Luther tease me about it. But uh, yeah, if I'm answering your question properly, they, they're the ones who put it in me. And then I, I guess, I, you know, gravitated to, to a lot of the, uh, uh, you know, Italian athletes and stuff like that. And, um, and it's, and it's been fun. It's been, and I do that with my daughter and, and she's taken it. She minored in Italian and, um, and it's good. Well, one thing that does bother me on, on any, you know, from anybody, when you ask them where they're from, it doesn't have to be an Italian, it be whoever, it's important to know where you're from, where your family's from, the hell that they went, because all of us, I don't care what ethnicity your, your family went through hell for you to, to be where you are right now. And it's good to appreciate them and what they went through. And, um, so, you know, that, that's how it was around here. I knew where my, my family's from, my parents, my, their family. I, I know the whole history of, of all of them. And, uh, and, and I'm glad I do. And I pass that on to my daughter and along with tradition, the traditions, but she also knows the, the person I'm named after who was an eye doctor in Italy and his brother was a mathematician and his brother was a, uh, a, a priest and so on and so forth. And, uh, so I think it's important, but yeah, they're the ones who put that in me. No, I, I think that's, uh, I think that's great. I, you know what? You kind of nailed it. Um, like my, my final thought would be that, you know, if we don't understand where we're from, we don't understand why we are who we are. So a lot of people say, well, I don't care. I don't care. It's like, but if you don't understand who you are, then you don't really know yourself. And if you don't know yourself, I don't know that you can be fulfilled, you know, because you'll never know what is it I'm looking for. Well, you don't even know who you are to know what you're looking for. You know, a, little, a deep conversation, Claudio, and I'm sure they're going to get deeper. So just yeah. enjoy it. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Steve, once again, Italian Impact Weekly airing on uh, February 1st. It'll be every Thursday uh, at 5 o'clock on 620 AM, 102.1 FM, 94.1 FM, 92.3 FM, and I, I believe streaming, right? Tell us about that. Absolutely. KHBradio.com. It will be streaming live. And then uh, we'll also be able to uh, post uh, shows for anyone that missed it live. They'll be available uh, offline. Great. Okay. Well, Steve, I appreciate it. Can't wait to get started. And uh, we'll certainly be in touch. Thanks for being on our show 
on, on the Claudio Rosado show. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, Claudio. Take care. Okay. Talk to you soon. Okay, everyone, well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did, and I will continue to remind you uh, about the show, I- Italian Impact Weekly. I'm very excited about that, and then hopefully we'll get the other project off the ground, too. So I'll keep you posted, as always. As always, I want to thank Rick Mitchell for the intros and outros. I was with Rick last night. He's doing great, lost a lot of weight. He's uh, he- he's doing well. I also want to thank uh, Mr. Adam Zalouf, who's the best, best producer, and he's the best guy. I love Adam. He, he's uh, always enjoy uh, talking to him, and like I said, he's a good man. And uh, thank our great sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Don's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie, and my policy quote, and Lou Raggy Ante. Don't forget about my book and the Boxing Authorities with Luther and Jim, uh, Pennsylvania Basketball Coach Association podcast, my YouTube channel. Uh, and uh, we always appreciate you guys listening to the show and passing the word on about our show. I believe we are episode, uh, Adam would know better than me, I think it's 175, 176, something like that. I believe this is our third year doing this, which is crazy. We appreciate your loyalty to the show. Thank you so much. And as always, thank you, Mom and Pop. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to The Claudio Rosano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Be sure to tune in next time on ClaudioRosano.com. to my mom she can't understand me she gets so cranky and irritable well your mother's ears cannot understand speech sounds and that leaves her trying to guess what you said this makes conversation exhausting for her can we help her Yes, Julie. Once we improve her hearing, she'll be less frustrated and be able to enjoy talking with you again. If your loved one needs help hearing and understanding, call the Roscoe Hearing Center at 814-375-0455. Hearing solutions with the care you've been looking for. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Are you tired of paying too much for health insurance? With those enormous premiums, you lose yardage, then get sacked with all the upfront costs. What are you paying for? Lou and his team at My Policy Quote are your number one draft pick. They have access to all the top carriers, and as a brokerage, they have full market visibility with the tools and experience. Let Lou help you and your family find truly affordable quality insurance and quarterback your power play to get you out of the penalty box. Call Lou and his team at 412-609-9963.